Well, I'm sure you guys missed us from our six-hour break today from our <laughs> normal normal 11 o'clock show. We're back here. We have, an, I guess I would say, an eerie-type show for you guys. At least we're hoping for a little bit of eeriness here. But we have Scary Dad, Scott, and Craig with us to talk about Terror Island, which will be opening up, I believe, September 18th, which is a Saturday, and they're actually going to make it into a mini convention, so there's going to be a lot of fun going on then. So, Amy, how was your last six hours? Well, I mean, besides having <laughs> to battle my children, okay, those like little gremlins that run around, I've had to battle them, but... No, I mean, you guys, seriously, I have been in countdown mode for you guys to come on when Greg told me that we got you to come on the show. I love the whole concept behind what you guys do, Haunted Houses. I love that. Halloween. I don't decorate for Halloween, but I like the whole environment of it and just horror movies and everything. So I was just super excited for you guys to come down you can ask greg and rewatch our show at 11 i was in countdown mode as much as he's in countdown mode for esports summit in galveston so i am just i am very excited for you guys to be here and i'm going to contain my excitement as best i can but no promises okay no promises well it's awesome it's good to be here and um yeah really it's kind of funny because if you want to roll a lot of things back to the beginning, you know, from where we are now, you know, so I started Scary Dad as a blog back in like 2012. And the reason I started uh, Scary Dad was because I was a home haunter, kind of a wannabe. I wanted to build props and stuff and set them in my yard. And, and I was looking for an online forum where people would share ideas. And there really didn't, there was one, right? And they were so out there like they were semi-professionals and multi-millionaires and was like ah i'm just trying to figure out how to make pool noodles look spooky you know um so i started i started the blog and i started a, a, a facebook group called houston haunters retreat and it was like just a place for people local to talk about their haunts and what was going on and stuff and then later i met scott and we started scary dad and the whole project went in kind of a different direction because we started the podcast we talk about scary movies and books and you know all this other stuff that's related but craig was one of the early houston hunters retreat uh members and he was showing off his stuff and it was just amazing i mean it was just brilliant but it was also accessible because he'd show you how it was done it was like the perfect you know like I was looking for this guy and then, you know, so Scott and my like scary dad's projects went, you know, this direction, Craig was always doing awesome things just in the periphery as, as we were doing the conventions. And then he started building terror Isle, which is the professional haunt. And um, it was, it was just, you know, it's his dream, but it was like mine too. It's like, I've been watching you, you know, do all this stuff for, several years now and now it gets to culminate into an actual real you know professional haunt so that was kind of my you know that's that's where i've been with it so now we're like right on the edge of opening and it's just super super cool so i guess that's probably to introduce craig because he's sitting over there quietly to to, <laughs> to talk about what's going on but yeah that's uh so we're 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 super excited as well because it's it's awesome 
Yeah, crazy. It's hard to compete with podcasters on here. Y'all are pros. So, <laughs> but I'm an insurance sales guy. So I uh, by uh, profession, so I'm a motor mouth as well. So basically, uh, yeah, I oh boy, I started like uh, many of the professional haunted house people as home haunters. So there's there's kind of a classify, which is kind of weird, but you know, home haunt, professional haunt, uh, things like that. And some people get their roots from doing it at their house slowly building little projects with their kids and it builds up into this huge you know massive thing at their houses and and they get to a point where it's like where do i go with this now because either you get so many people on your street that your neighbors either love you or hate you or you you know you just it's it just gets overwhelming it just it's a monster that just keeps growing and every year it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger so at that point, many people uh, think about possibly what they call in the haunted house world going pro. Um, and I don't think many people understand what that means financially. It's 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 quite of a, a, a journey. But yeah, with with Billy, um, you know, I did uh, one of his conventions doing some tombstones I had. And then I came back I think that next year and taught a class on home haunting. But I've always wanted to get to a point where I could do a professional one. But it's always in the back of my mind. And I studied it. I listened to every podcast. There's some wonderful podcasts up there on on home haunting and haunting uh, um, um, out there. And so just was a student industry. And my oldest child was into it big time, too. So it was something we did together. And then we would go to, to what's called HauntCon, which is a convention for amateur home haunters and professional in classes and i mean it's like going to haunt college so um i went to a couple of those and then i just knew what i wanted to do but i just still didn't pull the trigger so a couple of years ago uh, my dad got cancer and I, when he was uh pretty much uh on his last days i remember him telling me he's like you know i got to do everything i ever wanted to do i got no regrets and it like just hit home i was like wow I was like, this is the one thing, that, you know, I've done all kinds of stuff, happy with everything in my life, but it's the one thing I've always wanted to do. So I was like, screw it, I'm doing it. And uh, took that jump. So um, Billy and I and uh, uh, one of my employees, Justin Harlan, who has uh, been in the haunt business for a long time, um, got together. I had Billy actually uh, write the backstory. So I really... Um, and I don't know how far you want me to go with this, but uh, go ahead. Um, <laughs> um, kind of how a, a really good haunted house does this is the big boys do it. Is you got a backstory. It, it's your, it's your blueprint. Um, if you ever been to many haunted houses, you could go into one and there's a room full of clowns. The next room's an insane asylum. The next room is cowboys, and it's just like, what did I just go through? It's, it's it, it it doesn't have that flow, um, a fully immersed flow. And we want the full immersed flow. And uh, my guy, Justin, uh, who I met also through the internet um, from um, a big time haunt guy um, that he worked for. Um, I always wanted to do pirates because of the thing that I live on the coast. There aren't any really any pirate haunts. There's one in San Francisco and maybe a few here and there things, but not a major thing. It's, you know, it's always the same kind of things. So I had Billy get with me and Justin, and we wrote, uh, we put together a, a whole backstory. Uh, we've got characters. We have, you know, what's the purpose, how it flowed, the whole storyline. And then we took that storyline, which was really cool for Billy, because Billy wrote this thing based on our, you know, 50,000-foot view. It created this whole synergy of how it flows together. 
we took those ideas and we actually built a physical version of it, which I was so happy when uh, the guys came down to visit when we started doing this, that he got to see like physical, tangible things where he walked through and go, oh, I know what all this is. And so when you flow through our haunted house, it tells a story. You go into a ship, you crash on the typical pirate story, you crash on the shore, then you go through the jungle, and then you know you run into some characters there, and you go through, and the whole the whole process you're you're trying to get to the end to take um, the, the pirate king's treasure. So it's a full adventure. So we're trying to use that Disney storytelling, that Universal storytelling that you don't see in um, you know the standard haunts. You see them on the big boys, but not on this level. Um, and um, yeah, so about a year of construction, six days a week. Uh, slinging hammers, we're almost done. We are uh, about to get inspected by the fire marshal and the ADA compliance, and um, and uh, it's it's going to be amazing because this haunted house is also got something quite unique to it. Um, we've actually embedded escape rooms in the haunted house. No one, no one that I know of, and this industry does that. Uh, even at the convention, the big convention for haunted houses is called Trans World. And at Trans World, there's a giant section of haunted house stuff. If you see big monster videos on Facebook, they came from that. And then you got an old another section that's escape room stuff. And it's almost like the two cultures that, that just don't come together. And I was thinking about, well, how do I make money when it's not October? So I was like, oh, I'll just put some escape rooms in there. Well, it's a little more complex than that because the logistics of putting escape rooms in a haunted house and fire caves and all these things. And, um, but so we really built two businesses in one. So when it's not October, you have three full-blown haunted uh, escape rooms embedded in a haunted house. Escape rooms generally are not so big on the decorative immersion thing. It's more about puzzles. You're literally in a dungeon trying to get out of dungeon jail cells, trying to get to the next phase, or you're in this area. And it's you're in another world. You're in Disney basically doing physical games and puzzles. So... Um, this is something quite unique and, and a little bit experimental that we think uh, is going to bring both of these worlds together. And um, the design and layout by doing this, everything's digital. Our lights, our TVs, our sound and everything. We literally can do through computer program. We could change it to a Christmas show in five seconds, which allows us to treat it more like a game console and we can insert different games. Hey, we want to do an obstacle course thing. We could toss that in there. We have the set designs. We change the technology in the whole game, and it allows us to do so many things and then go outside the box even more, teaming up with conventions like this or comic book conventions and things like that, where we can just kind of merge all these worlds together. It's it's going to be pretty cool. I'll stop there. <laughs> well, I mean, that was quite immense, and I'm definitely something that I'm looking forward to. One, I've been wanting to do the escape room, which is actually here in the woodlands, but I mean, why not do a haunted house and an escape room? I mean, that's like twice the fun right there. Well, and what was cool about it, because he, he called and he was like, because I've, I've written some stories that were well-received and, you know, in the in the horror genre. So he called and he was like, well, what do you think you can do this? And I was like, well, what are you thinking? So he gave me a kind of, I mean, it was a, it was a blueprint, literally. Here's a blueprint. You walk in the front door and you're going to encounter this and then you're going to go you know, this way and that way. And these are the little things that you're going to see. So I had to create basically a mythos. So at the end of the day, you've got these these undead 
characters, these 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 nasty creatures that are haunting, you know, Texas City. They're haunting the Gulf Coast. Why are they there? What got them to be the way that they are, you know? And I was like, okay, so you know, you've got to have the ship, you know, you gotta have the standard pirate stuff. You gotta have a shipwreck, you gotta have a storm, you gotta have a shark, you gotta have you know, th- this, this stuff. So, you know, I peppered that through there and then I called him and I was like, okay, look, you know, given the, the pirates of the Caribbean and, you know, just, 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 I was like, are we look, are we doing like Scooby-Doo spooky? Or are we doing like Texas chainsaw massacre gory? And uh, he's like chainsaw because pirates were not nice people. So basically, I mean, you've got some characters in here. I mean, they're, they're, they're headlining characters that are just brutal. I mean, they're, 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 you know, Texas Chainsaw, they've got skin hats and they've got, you know, pliers and they, you know, there's, they're, they're, they're not nice whenever uh, push comes to shove. And so I, I spent a lot of time really refining it to try to make it as scary as possible. So then when it sent over and then they started building the sets and he was showing pictures, it was the coolest thing. Cause just like, I guess it would be, you know, watching your, your, book become a movie because you know it's got the pirate ship and you know mm. not not to give anything away because everything on the inside of this place is amazing but when you're walking through and you're like like I, that is that's the little uh tavern that i described in the story like right mm. down to like the clapboard you know the way it, you know kind of mm. just the way it, it you know i was like amazing so um it was and, and then the attention to detail is pretty insane. So um, anybody that goes in there is going to come out somewhat changed. I mean, it's going to change your perception of pirates. It is, it is scary. It is um, Hollywood. You know, he mentioned Disney. It is, it is that detailed. The attention to detail is that much. So it is really, really going to be cool. <laughs> well, yeah, one of the I, things I when we're, oh, go ahead. one of the things that say, Amy and I were talking about earlier was uh, the fact that you have to have levels. And I know with levels, it's like, well, all right, now we have to be concerned about people with heart conditions. What kind of warnings do you have to give these people before they go into a haunted house? Well, on so so remember, I'm, I'm, I'm working in uh, parallel universes of escape room and haunted house. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it even gets down to that kind of stuff. I mean, every... And, and that's what really look, made us take so long on this is um, it's these are two different businesses in one building. So in uh, the same rooms. So with haunted houses, typically there's a big giant board, which I have one that has about 8000 warnings on there about, you know, strobe lights and pregnancy if you're pregnant and this and that. So there's always warnings on those. Most people are pretty um, they know what they're getting into. So um, with escape rooms, it's quite interesting because it's different. Uh, when you go to escape, when you go to a haunted house, you don't sign a waiver. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you go to escape room, the first thing they do is hand you this waiver, and and it's like totally different universes. I'm like, wait a minute, the haunted house should be the one with the waiver, and the escape room should not, because really, <laughs> there's nothing happening. But it's just people going expecting to be scared. They're expecting to fall down. They're expecting to run. You know, I mean. There's a whole psychology behind scaring. Scaring is not just jump out and say boo. There are haunted houses that do that, and they're not very good. You have <laughs> to actually hit. You have to hit more than one sense at one time. If we hit you with a visual thing, 
and then hit you with a sound or a smell. We even have sense. We have dispersing sense that put out smell. We're hitting every single sensory. If you hit someone with one or two, more than one um, sense, what happens is you get into your reptilian brain and you don't know what to do and you shut down and that's how you scare someone. And there's a deep psychology to this. Even the design of the layout, Justin, uh, my right hand guy, um, he, I had him put the, the rooms together. There's a whole, you don't even notice it when you're going through, but there's a pattern of scaring people forward. When a haunted house, you don't scare to push the crowd back. You're always pushing them forward because you get bottlenecks and, and, and things like that. So there's all these spots at every single spot you would never notice, but we're like, okay, if this person's standing here, this light's going off. They're going to hit this button. This sound's going off. They can scare them from this angle. The crowd's going to position this way. No one ever thinks about that when we're going through a haunted house. And we do it a little bit different too. There's some haunted houses do what's called park and bark. That's where one person standing in one spot, they jump out and then they get back in their position. That's how Universal Studios does it. If you ever go to their, their horror nights, mm. it's amazing. It's it's mind blowing. It's it's but it's different. It's not scary, it's just awe because you're just looking at these amazing sets. But what we do, and some people call it toilet toilet bowl haunting, and it's where you give the actor freedom to roam in a zone. So they have a position where they can jump out this door, scare, back up. Then when that crowd is coming around the corner, you have a window that drops down. So one person can literally hit somebody, not physically, uh, scare them five times. <laughs> five times. Yeah, we don't, we don't touch, by the way. Uh, don't believe the videos you see on, on the YouTube. Uh, anyway, so um, um, that's not haunting. That's some weird guy. Um, so uh, basically, we, we do this position. So we have 20 actors, two floaters that basically go around and act, but also they're bathroom relief people. Um, and those 20 people are going to hit you probably, we're going to scare you 100 times with 20 people. Um, and they have more fun, they're more creative, they're more of a, a character with Billy's backstory. We train them on who you are, we give them some freedom to kind of come up with catch lines, we train them in that position, but we give them this freedom to be an actor to really get into it rather than just bounce out and, and say boo or get out. You know, if you say those things, those are fireable offenses. Um, um <laughs> they're, not, they're not scary, they're not scary, yeah, they're, they're played out so, um. It, it, it's it, it really that storyline really doesn't mean a lot and and a big haunts do that um and uh with the escape room thing like you're saying it's, it's a totally different game we tone it down uh there's not people jumping up you cannot scare an escape room uh um because people can't think when they're scared so we do have an option you can pay and we'll fire all the monsters pop out when you're playing if you want uh, but uh, some people don't want that they just want to play the puzzles they're there for the games so we give them wow. flexibility through electronics. Yeah. Wow. I like that option. I'm all about it. Like, if I'm going to go through a haunted house, then I want to, like, come home and have nightmares, you know? Like, <laughs> make it worth my time. Yep. I want to have nightmares, you know? Like, that's that's my whole thing. Maybe that's why I avoid the really scary ones, because I know I'm not going to be able to sleep for, like, a week. So that that could possibly be, be one. But, man, okay, so... A whole lot of information has been thrown at me, and I'm very, I'm very excited about it. Like, I wish it, I could just, like, 
go to it. You know, I would get someone to watch my kids because they're too young. They're two and one. I mean, they, they'd be traumatized. Okay. But I'm all, like, so, okay. So I'm, I will totally come to this and I, hopefully I don't get so scared where I punch someone. Okay. So just <laughs> I have like, I'll wear a hula hoop, you know, so everyone kind of leaves me alone so I don't hurt anybody. But okay. So a lot of thought has really gone into this to separate it from just the average haunted house, right? I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, you guys are super passionate about this whole thing. So I want to know how do, because on the on the website, you know, it is like a, a I guess, a con in a sense, because you are doing vendors. So how do the vendors kind of play in? Is it just like they're going to be as you're walking through it? Or are they all at the end? How does How does that come into play? So this, so Scott's, Scott and I went different directions. So Craig was off building haunts and Scott and I started Scary Dad's Haunted Halloween show, which was a vendor driven uh, convention that was horror themed. And um, our original vision for it was very, you know, you know, think about the fall festivals that you went to as a kid, you know, so you had the cotton candy and you, and you had maybe a clown and you had, you know, entertainment going on at the same time as you had kind of the vendor interaction. Right. And uh, so that was what we were working on. And then over the last couple of years, we've kind of just fell in with different folks and done different things. And so this is, this is kind of just back to our roots. This is the original kind of scary dad's show it's the gateway to the spooky season okay um we're in the parking lot directly across the street from the haunt okay so uh, so we're gathering up all these vendors to come out and you know sell their stuff i mean we've got a uh i mean we've got a lot of different kinds already but you know a lot of artists and you know artisans and you know we've got a uh a, a what is the word tarot reader um you know somebody is going to do you know have have a tent where they're doing tarot um reaching out trying to find some acrobats and some just different things to kind of beef it up yeah. um so this is so so the festival is across the street and the okay. way it's going to work is this is a celebration we're celebrating the grand opening of the uh of the haunt so if you want to come to the festival so, so if haunt's not your thing, but you just want to get out and, you know, get some, you know, hit the food trucks and see some of the sites, it's, it's like five bucks to get in and you wander around and shop the vendors. Cause in this kind of a model, we want the vendors to make the money. Um, we're, we're more doing it to, to support Craig here and Terra Isle and, you know, oh, oh, you know, we've got other things going on yeah. um, down, down the road and stuff. So, it is very much more of a vendor-driven, you know, Halloween show. Nice. And um, then, you know, so you buy your ticket to, to, to the haunt, you buy your ticket to the, the festival, um, and then we don't have a whole lot of them left, so they're limited to 50. Uh, we were, we'd sold near, near half whenever I'd last checked, but we've got a VIP that gives you a lights-on uh, behind-the-scenes tour before, before the show. Oh, so, okay. so if you're, if you're interested yeah, so, so in seeing it, it's going to be really cool. <laughs> it's going to be really cool. So the behind the scenes, the first hour of the, the whole show being open, um, myself and another one of my guys, Dalton, will lead 
uh, groups through and lights on, you see behind the curtain. This is one of my favorite things ever to do, nerding out on haunted houses. A lot of haunted houses love to do this for revenue reasons, but um, they love showing off their toys. So you come in, we show you all the tricks, we show you behind the curtain, we show you how things are done, we show you all the monsters, how they work, how people haunt there, how things are built, and you get to see everything. We don't in the haunt industry, it's interesting because um, the culture is we share. That's how we feel like we're gonna make things better. Because if you look at stuff from 20 years ago, it's nowhere near what it is now. And it's because we actually have a really strong group all over the country that if I need something, I can go on a Facebook group and go, hey, I'm looking for this, or hey, do y'all know someone like this? And that's, in fact, that's how I found my main builder. I have a builder from New Orleans that he's a he's he's on, unreal, Darkwood Designs. This guy, uh, I found him through there. So we share. Escape room's different. They're, they, you post a question on their pages, you never hear anything. They, uh, they, it's a new industry. They haven't quite, I don't think, because the industry is so new and escape room games aren't that old, I don't think they had that kind of uh, synergy yet. But um, that behind-the-scenes tour is going to be really cool because you get to see everything. We don't hide anything, so we don't show you everything. Um, and, um, it'll really be fun for those people that love haunted houses always wanted to see how the magic works. Nice. Oh, wow. I, I love mean, that. That's cool. I think it's cool how <laughs> escape room's not going to share anything because it's a puzzle to figure out the answer that you want. They want you to, you know, work that puzzle. But okay, so a ton of like I am just trying to visualize what this could potentially look like from your guys' description, and I mean it's going to be really just cool. I mean, cool doesn't even define it. it. I mean, I wish I there's other language that I would use that would define it, and I'm not going to. That's for sure. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever you're imagining right now, go ahead and multiply it by 10. Oh, okay. I, I, I've done the behind the scenes tour of this place, and I have to say it's <clears throat> the attention to detail and the way it absolutely just submerged. It, it, it was, it's a fully submersive experience. Uh, when you walk into there, you are no longer in Texas City. You are on Terra Isle. It's uh, it's really amazing the job that Craig has done with this. And like I said, I've, I've never seen a haunt with this much detail and immersion placed into it. I mean, you're, you're in this huge building. From the outside, it's just like this huge building. And you walk in, and you are in a totally different world. All of a sudden. Uh, just his use of his electronics and everything else, it's, uh, it's, it's an experience you don't want to miss, for sure. Yeah. And you have to, and you have to really realize cool that... that Really I was gonna cool say what you have to realize too. When we were there, there were there were people hammering stuff. There, I mean, it was fully immersive, but it's also under construction. There's music playing, and there's people hammering stuff, and there's like trash on the ground. So we were like completely blown away, and completely like, you know, out of the trick because it was under construction. So imagine once the lights go down a little bit and they have everything, you know, perfectly yeah. in place, it's gonna be pretty. <laughs> pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean that sounds something, really awesome. I was gonna say something that I don't even think you guys even know. Um, I just hired, and I don't know how things happen, but they do happen. I actually have a Hollywood special effects makeup artist working for us this year, who worked on Black Panther, Guardians of the Galaxy, Walking Dead. I'm not kidding. I she's related to uh, one of my ex coworkers 
who happens to be in between uh, movie shoots, this is she is the person that does special effects makeup. She's going wow. to be doing all. Yes, this is awesome. I was blown away that I I I, I don't know. I mean, I'm struggling. You know, I'm having to build my team from scratch and. The Houston area, you know, roughly seven haunted houses around, and they're so spread out. And Billy and I, we, we know one of them really well with friends with. That's part of awesome haunt. Um, um, just to give you an idea, Dallas-Fort Worth have about 25 haunts. Um, we only have seven. Um, there's not a lot around, so it's not like you can go just, hey, I need a special effects makeup artist. So you're having to build and train your people. I had to bring my right-hand person and uh, uh, another really awesome employee, his, his girlfriend, down and literally move him, them here from Dallas to make this happen. Um, I had to bring a guy from New Orleans to help build because there's just no one here. But I fell into an amazing makeup artist that's going to help us this year. She's going to do the line actors. There's uh, actors that go out and entertain the crowd while they're in line, which the line shouldn't be that long. Um, they're going to uh, be in Hollywood level makeup. Um, um, it's going to be amazing. So that's just another level. And then what Billy was talking about is you, when you see it with the lights on, it's really cool. When late in the afternoon, when we're done doing construction and Justin starts working on his lighting and turns the lights off, it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. The, the, the lighting is everything in the haunt. Lighting and sound, it's just as important as your sets. And it's, it's like another planet at that point. I, I should get my outfit and go there. I'm like the Viking pirate. <laughs> oh man, you had me awesome. at you know Walking Dead because that is that is my realm over there. So I mean, I'm sure you guys have already answered this, and maybe I just missed it. And I know that you know pirates is what you wanted to do. So what kind of was the whole inspiration behind the story? Because you said the backstory and everything really makes you know, a haunt good and the immersive experience and stuff. So what kind of was the inspiration to go with the whole pirate theme and creating the backstory? With um, with haunted houses in the Houston area, they all seem to have the same, a lot of the same type of characters or, or genres. Clowns, there's an overabundance of clowns, which everyone's scared of clowns. And the Satan Asylums and a little bit of mix here and there's, um, there's some that are really, really good at clowns, and then some aren't so good at clowns. And it's just like, you know, there's so many things that are scary out there. And one thing that uh, I, you know, being on the water, having actually history, deep-rooted history, uh, Jean Lafitte was literally stationed right down, right down the street from us, not that far. Um, you know, with Galveston being there, I mean, we have we have a history there. And... Um, I, I wanted to bring Scary back to, uh, to, to Pirates because Disney did a fabulous job with the movies, but that's not Pirates. And what I've discovered in doing my research, I've seen every awful pirate movie there is. I think the budget for pirate movies is so expensive, there's not a lot of good ones. Only Disney mm -hmm. could afford to do it. And then uh, what's the one with Gina Davis? And it's really good that bombed in the box office. I can't remember it. But um, um, there's only <laughs> I actually thought it was a good movie. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Uh, Cutthroat Island. Cutthroat Island. Excellent movie. Go watch it again. I rewatched it because I like to do research. It's awesome. But somehow it didn't take back then. But, it, it, you know, all the movies, there's, just, there's not that scary aspect. If you read the real history of pirates, they're nasty people. Um, mm -hmm. And that's what we really wanted to do. We, I mean, here, here, it's all laid out here. We've got, we've got location. That's right there. We've got history with them. Um, 
it's an original idea in the area and um you know why the hell not wow well i do know that i've posted the websites on here and also where you can get tickets for the september 18th event and i believe it's saturday september 18th mm-hmm. is there a time that's going to start or it's uh, it's going 12 to 6 and then that 12 to 1 hour is going to be the uh behind the scenes mm. um so you know and then depending because vendors being who they are Sometimes they'll show up early. Sometimes they'll show up late. Um, <laughs> if you want to, if you show up and you want to buy something from the vendors and, and you're there a little early, then we're not that strict. Um, it's, you know, it's an outdoor festival. Uh, we're selling because, because when, when we, when we set it up through the city, basically we got this parking lot that's this big and we can fit that many vendors in. So that's how many vendor spaces we're selling. And then at one point in the last few weeks, we found out that the city of Texas city is actually doing their own sort of like fireman's games event, like one block over. So Mm. we've got street closure and some other amenities that we didn't know we had when we opened up. So we could actually fit some more vendor booths in if we, if we sell out. So, which we're kind of trending towards right now. Um, And then, so we're, you know, if you want a space at this point right now, you can you can get one. You're pretty good. Um, if you wait a week or two, we probably won't because it's just I, I'm getting I'm, I'm I'm selling two or three spaces a day at this point, which is trending pretty good for the middle of like COVID peak. Um, it it started off real strong and then started to taper off, and then it's kind of been at a trickle, but that trickle's been steady. So um, you definitely want to get your VIP tickets early because those are a strict limit. We only have so long that we can run. We can only run so many people through it. There is a physical stop. Like at this point, no more people can come through because we've got to, you know, Craig's got to open his haunt for to scare people with. So um, once those are gone, they're gone. There won't be any, any extras or anything held back. Um, well, I definitely, I know a ton of authors, but being outside, it's kind of hard for an author to judge on the weather because yeah. heat, rain, that can ruin books. So I know it's hard for authors, but I'm sure there's a couple that I pretty sure would be interested in signing up. Send them our yeah, way. The cool thing about this, the cool thing about this street, the reason why I would, I, I, I'm a third generation business owner in Texas City, but um my grandmother who's 98 still alive had the grocery store on that street uh it was the old downtown and they're trying to revitalize it and we're very very open to uh uh, me moving down there and did a lot of things but the cool thing about that street is we literally could shut down the street and throw festivals anytime we want and so this is just the start of it so my goal is to eventually do more with these guys where we turn into even bigger event um, that day's going to be kind of wacky because literally there's the firefighter games next to it. So if, if, if haunt's not your thing, you can go to the booth, <laughs> do your booth thing, and you can go watch firemen shoot water hoses or whatever they do um, <laughs> right next to it. So it's, it's going to be quite entertaining. When the city told me that was going on, and, I mean, they were, like, very supportive. Like, so where are you putting those guys? They said, not in front of you. I'm like, that's all I need here. So 
it, it's going to be quite an event. But what I visualize on that street because we have it's we have bars, we have restaurants, we have an outdoor country bar there. We have a, a I think they may be open a hookah bar there. Um, there's lots of things to do on that street. Um, they're missing the entertainment side, and that's where we come in. But we're going to turn this every year into bigger and bigger and bigger thing to, um, to, to, to make this happen. Um, on the tickets, so those are the grand opening tickets. I do want to mention the way we're doing this, this is different. So grand opening, it's old school. You buy your ticket, you get in line, you go in the haunted house. Uh, the regular haunt season starts the 24th. And it's Friday, Saturdays, all the way through to uh, the beginning of November with Halloween on Sunday and a couple of Thursdays at the end of October. Those you will book online, same website through me, not through these guys thing. They are time tickets. This is a pretty unique thing that happened to the COVID. They've been doing this escape room business forever. Haunted houses have always had this thing where you buy, you go sit, buy a ticket and you go sit in line for an hour and a half. You know, 30 minutes is fun because you get entertained and all that. About an hour, you get tired. And an hour and a half, you're like, okay, I'm ready to go. So <laughs> that's always been the the weakness with haunted houses. So what I've always wanted to do is what's called time ticking. But everybody's telling me not to do it. Well, COVID happened, and you had to figure out how to spread your crowds out in the haunted houses. So last year, a lot of haunted houses took this on. You go online. You know, we open at 7. We close at uh, roughly midnight. You buy a ticket at 7, you show up between 7 and 7.30, and you go in. So it's like you literally are VIP every ticket. So if you buy an 8.30 ticket, you come between 8.30 and 9. We only run 600 people a night through there. So you're going to have about a 30-minute wait. You're not going to have to wait forever. You've got your tickets. You're, you got a fast pass, basically. Everyone's a fast pass. Everyone's a VIP. We're not doing VIPs. So... This is, this is something that once the haunted house industry started doing it, they loved it because you can manage your crowds. You know how many people are coming. You know how many employees to have. Um, you don't have to take cash. It's just it's a wonderful way of doing it. And it's, it's, um, I think it's really nice for the customer side of things, too. So we do have two sets of tickets. So this one's our party right now, opening up the haunt season. If you can't make it the 18th, you go on there. You can book them. They're already on there. Technically, you could buy tickets now. Um, and you know it's it's uh it's a it's a nice way to do it mm, definitely and one of the things that i thought was interesting going back and back was how i think your father guided you with the the cancer with like saying hey i've done yeah. everything that i want and you saying hey this is what i want let me do it because being a cancer survivor and going through it for again for the fourth time is like, hey, I'm doing what I want. I'm enjoying life. I'm yep. doing shows. I'm going to conventions. I'm I'm having fun. I mean, that's the yep. main thing. Just have fun and listen to other people. I mean, there's going to be messages no matter who you're talking with. It's going to get into your head one way or the other. So... I, I give you a lot of kudos for that. Thank you. 
And Amy, uh, uh, you're sitting there thinking. I am. I'm not even going to lie. I'm on, you know, to buy my ticket because I like the, I know, I know you guys, you guys are just not meeting me and I'm, you know, just, you guys are like, oh, this chick's such a hot mess. I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, at least I own it. Okay. Anyways, so I am, I'm literally, I'm on your, your checkout to buy, you know, the haunted house attraction tickets. And I will say that I really like the idea of picking your time slot because, you know, oh, and I used to go before I had kids and, you know, forever ago, you used to like show up, you'd wait in line, you would go at like, I don't know, eight, and then you probably wouldn't even get through the house till 10, right? And then you're like, your whole evening is waiting in line to go through this haunted house. And it was like 10 or 15 minutes. And you're like, what? I just waited two hours. Like, give me something, you know, something like that. So I really like the idea of it being like time structured like that you're only going to do so many people a day you select the time that works you can show up you have a 30 minute window you know to show up i think that makes it more convenient but flexible and so i find that very attractive and so i i'm very excited okay like i just I, i'm just gonna hit the buy now button like it's just greg you distracted me i was gonna hit buy now and you distracted me man come on oh my gosh <laughs> I this, love this, that. So this this show is dangerous for Amy. I mean, it really, <laughs> a couple, it a couple is. of weeks ago, she was planning to go to New York, go to one of the conventions up there. Yeah, <laughs> it, it truly, it truly is really dangerous for me. I don't like. Okay, background on me because y'all don't know me. So let me just introduce <laughs> you to to me. I I love haunted houses, horror movies. Walking Dead zombies, creepy and gory is like my thing. Okay. CJ, who isn't here because she had a migraine, she, that's not her thing. And so, me being the hot mess person that I am, have pretty much told her I'm going to put her in a straight jacket, push her on a dolly through this house because she does not do creepy or anything <laughs> like that. And that's just, you know, I have a, a twisted way of thinking, but to me, that is fun. Like, it's just, it's, torturous and fun for me in a sixth sense. But I mean, I am just excited. And then when I heard about, you know, Scary Dad, because I have, I've heard of Scary Dad before. I hear that actually all the time when I talk to people at different Comic-Cons, they talk about, you know, Scary Dad. And I'm like, what? You know, the ones that come as, you know, Freddy Krueger or things like that. And so I was like, man, I need to like know this. So when Greg told me Scary Dad was coming, I was like, oh my gosh, Greg. Like, so back, that's a background of of me i'm a lot to take in but i am a <laughs> twisted mind so just you know food for thought on that one but yes i am about to hit my my buy now greg you distracted me and my enjoyment but i mean you also okay so you mentioned special effects let me okay hold on i'm gonna wait on my buy my ticket now i'm gonna wait because i haven't tried to thought i haven't tried that so on your special effects makeup artists that that you have coming i mean i i figured you always have like a makeup artist or you kind of not train but help your actors do their own creepy makeup because it's like an art to do something like that so generally speaking your people that are getting the special effects makeup how long does that take them like do they spend all day getting ready for your nighttime like show or how does that work? Cause it, it's, I think I, good question. it's, that's a good question. It. So there's, there's different kind, and I'm not a makeup person. I built props and <laughs> I'm sorry. stuff like that. I'm sorry. I, understand, <laughs> I understand it now. I've been educated well. I'm soaking it in as much as I can from everywhere I can. So there's, um, there's several kinds of makeup. There are 
people that are on hot sites and things that that like to do makeup and take TikTok videos of themselves doing funny stuff and all that. You know, um, you know, they probably spent eight hours working on it, right? And then there's the movie level, which movies level, they're spending hours on these folks because it's high detail. Haunted houses is more theatrical. You really a haunted house is just a theater. It is a walkthrough theater. Okay, so the makeup is more theatrical. It's more drastic. It's um, it's less detailed. Um, but there's different levels. So you have mask. You can do uh, lace. It's prosthetics where they, they boom on your face. There's half masks, which are preferred by a lot of haunters because you, you got to run around in the stuff you got to be able to breathe. Um, and then there's even like silicone masks, which literally form to your face and they move with your face. But if you ever put one on, it's about 10 pounds on your head. And if you're claustrophobic, it is no good. So what you do from a from movie perspective, uh, when I'm talking to this team, you know, that, that movie level quality of the people that are going to be walking through the lines, you know, they're going to show up a couple hours early. So they may be in the makeup chair for two to four hours, uh, depending on what kind of level of stuff we're doing. You can't do that in a haunted house. And we're a small haunted house, square foot wise. It doesn't seem like we walk through because we use a lot of tricks uh, to, to, to optical illusions to make it bigger than it is. We go really tall. We're probably the tallest haunted house. We're just, we're not wide. So, um, you have to do the makeup on these people. They show up at five. You're going live at seven. So okay. you got to whip them through. So we use, especially because of COVID, COVID changed the game and everything. Uh, with COVID, it's going to be pretty much airbrush. Because uh, you don't want to do a lot of contact on people's faces, okay? Because you don't know what they got and all that. We'll temperature check the employees and all that mess. But, but um, you know, so they use a lot of stencils. They spray um, there's a lot of half mask, say like a half skull, but then maybe they black out the eyes and underneath. There's some tricks to that, but it's speed. So we'll have a team of three people. We'll have two people doing, um, that. And then we do what's called hero level, which would be the Hollywood style stuff that's out front. Uh, cause that's the people you're going to take pictures with when you're in line, you, you, you get entertained by them. But when you exit out of the hunt, we have, of course, just like Disney or anything else, you got your merchandise booth there. We have four shirts. We're going to have three different styles of hats, but you also could pay five bucks. And we built literally for the escape room games is, you know, if you ever play escape room game, when you finish the game, you always take a group picture. It's their kind of culture thing. So we built literally a photo op ship. You look like you're on a ship. You have a wheel and everything. We have a giant mass up there with our, their cell with our logo on and all this stuff. So you give us five bucks. We got somebody over there. You hand the phone. We'll take 400 pictures real quick for you with two of these people so you're posing with the hero level makeup you get this really cool picture it's on your phone because nobody wants to print it out piece of paper anymore and you take them in and you go buy them all over the place so it, it, it is a different style of makeup and that's what we've had to talk to this girl we had to explain her hey this is how we do it so she could under speed level because you can't sit there and do four hours of makeup on seven people. big haunts have about 100 110 people it's impossible wow yeah. That would be definitely quite a bit. So, oh, by the way, uh, I, real, real quick, um, we're still auditioning. So, you guys are looking for a side job. Um, okay, so you had me have, at audition, man. You had me at audition. Like, come on. <laughs> I, mean, you, you I, I do have a tickets. Oh, Amy, Amy, you. 
you're gonna have to find my photo. <laughs> so, so we we are you're, we're you're trying my to technician. Get about, yeah, we're trying to get about um up to about 30, 35 people uh, signed up. What happens wow. in haunted houses? People don't understand how hard it is and how grueling it is. It's a lot of work. It's physical. Yeah, you're running around. You're in makeup. You're in co especially fire costumes. It's a little heavy. And so you're going to dwindle down for the season. We do pay, and we're going to give weekly bonuses for the actor of the week. Um, but we are looking. You go. Uh, all you have to do is go to our Facebook. There's a, a parallel on Facebook. You can go, and you can apply. It is not hard to become in there, as long as you know, you're not a convicted felon, and, and you've got a little <laughs> bit of acting skills. We're going to train you. We're going <laughs> to supply you the makeup. The costumes, and you're going to get trained by Justin, who is a master of theater arts that's done 10 years of haunt. He's going to teach you how to be a haunt actor. So oh. if you ever wanted to be in this and you're down in the Galveston County area, please hit us up because we, we've we got about a dozen people right now. We're trying to fill it in, and um, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. And once you get into if you've ever scared people in this, any kind of world like this, it's addictive. You'll love it. So we're looking people. <laughs> And what okay. days is this? I got to think about this now. I'm going to send CJ. I, That's what I, I, I'm going to do. Oh, I'm going to go, but I'm going to send CJ with me and not tell her what we're doing. You know, that's how this is going to work. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I, I'm, in, I'm in for working with them. Hell, that would be more fun scaring people. Oh, well. I mean, it is addicting. It's fun. <laughs> I believe that. Yes, I totally believe believe that. Okay, that I all right. I felt like that was an open invitation for me, so I will be doing that because <laughs> that's my that is my thing for sure. But no, man. Okay, so it's like airbrush and stencils, and you have like mask and prosthetics. Like Anubis was saying, like this is getting better by the minute. Anubis is like my BFF. We talk. Yeah. We we sound like drunken fools together because we talk about tequila all the time when he pops on. <laughs> so we're he's my drunken BFF. Um, but okay, so man, I am just like I wish it was time to go. Like I mean, I just can't contain myself. So the okay, I want to go back to the escape room adventures that you have built in within, sure. right? Because that's that's pretty cool. And you said that there was an option where you can have. I want to make sure I heard this right. Like where you can be scared while you're doing the escape room. Is that an option or no? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's a three escape rooms in there. A typical escape room in the Houston area. And most there's like one single room. So for instance, we have uh, one escape room game. That's six rooms. It, it, it goes, it's quite long. Um, and um, within it, you're solving puzzles. They're all embedded inside the haunt. It looks like it's part of the haunt. Uh, we, we got a uh, company out of Dallas that builds them for all kinds of national companies. They're all custom, too. These aren't like if you're a escape room enthusiast, um, it's taken forever. They're about six months behind schedule because every one of our games is custom made. If you've played games, you're like, oh, I know how that puzzle works. I can play that one because I've done a million of these escape rooms. You're not going to do that with ours because everything has been custom fabricated. Um, it ain't cheap to do it that way, by the way. But it makes it where it is so unique that if you're in that world, you're going to love this. And also us having multiple chambers of rooms instead of just one or maybe one to two in that. Um, within it, we have all our animatronics that stay there permanently. 
we you could pay a little extra not much i'm probably gonna charge i didn't set the price on that part but maybe five bucks or something like that <laughs> it, every single escape game has a game master so we have three games and three game masters they're upstairs in a vegas style security room with all these cameras so they can see every move so as they're doing it like a dungeon master in in the DD world you, um they're help with clues they help guide if you have, I mean, there's cameras and microphones so you can talk back and forth. But also, if you want to go with that scarier option, they have hand triggers up there. They're literally pushing buttons to scare you while you're going through it, um, which just okay. gives a little extra edge if somebody wants to go that way. Now, I think honestly, this could morph into another thing where we do the whole hunt as one single escape room game and we bring actors in and we take it up a notch. That's it's going to be tough playing the games. We'll have probably have to lower the game level skill because we're increasing <laughs> the, the scare. There's got to be a balance, but we may create something that really hasn't been done, and that's morphing those two worlds together. We got to get our feet wet on doing these two, but we're going to get bored and we're going to help ourselves back like that. Man, I love that. So I've actually never done an escape room, but I figure if I'm going to do one, I might as well go big or go home, right? Yeah. And like do it yeah. while under pressure and being scared and not knowing what the hell is going to pop out at me, right? I mean, that's like the ultimate test. So I might as well just go big or go home. That's for sure. Well, and the fun the fun part about the escape rooms is they're, all of the games are tied into the legend of the of terror isle as well Ooh, okay so um yeah so that's i mean again not going to give anything away but the characters that are haunting terror isle are the ones that you have to defeat and and outsmart and that are attempting to drown you in the the, the games <clears throat> so so you can do the games you can do the haunt you can do the haunt and then come back and do the games like after the season's over and it's kind of a continuation or it's a deeper dive into the legend. So that's, that's Man, pretty cool. That's like <laughs> brilliant. That is so brilliant to like combine them, you know? And I mean, just adding the scare factor in there. I mean, I'm just over here in awe because that truly is brilliant. I never would have thought of that. That's great. Well, with creating the backstory, what I want to know is, have you have you published the book yet? <laughs> I need to actually get that out before the date. Um, and we were I was waiting. He's, he sent me a whole bunch of photos and stuff for uh, for art and for promos and stuff. So I'm going to find the get the get the best cover and get that printed out because that'll be part of the VIP, I believe, and part of the uh, merch booth as well. So. Nice, and man. Always, this sounds like an event. We always talked about <laughs> well, that. I told Billy, I said, Billy, if you make the book, you sell it, it's all yours. You, you make the story. So um, I got some pictures for you, buddy. Um, so, yeah. The uh, other thing with the escape room games is um, the way we have this set up, um, it's really, I mean, if you're in a business or something like that, um, escape room games are massive for uh, team building. So... Mm -hmm. You can bring, or, you know, you want to do a party or whatever. The way you have to set up is our front room is where you could have a meeting, like a corporate meeting for an hour, and then you go play the escape room games. We can have it catered. It's BYOB, so you don't have to pay for beer or anything like that. So there you go. Bring oh, the there, see, um, there you go. You had me. Okay, so, man. So, you should have led with that. So I mean, I'm sold can, already. 
you can literally you can literally shut the whole place down and have your you know Christmas party or whatever like that on there too because we had, we got a whole huge room up front. This year we won't have the room decked out. It's it's got a cool entrance. It has the chef and it has the merch booth, but. Uh, come escape room season, that thing's going to look like a jungle when we get done with it. But yeah, you're going to be able to go in and, 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 you know, this is for adults. It's not, it's not a children's thing. That's Chuck E. Cheese. So this, we had it set up where you can have it catered. Me being in the insurance business, I have restaurant connections. So I can have food brought in. You can BYOB. Um, you can have a giant party when you're done with your party, eating and all that. And then you can go play your games for an hour and we shut the whole place down too. So that's a whole other uh, angle for you. Wow, man. I mean, this whole thing is just becoming this whole like massive thing, like structure and everything. And I love it. And it's just so creative. And it truly is brilliant. I mean, combining the two and adding a skelly, like scary element into escape rooms. I mean, it's just, wow, that really is brilliant. Like, oh man, that's going to be so cool. Like, I'm excited. This is definitely an event. Like, you are not going to want to miss. Yeah this haunted house or escape room like at all this is definitely for me this like makes my scary season like and i haven't even gone to it yet you know so i am this i'm gonna go buy my ticket greg stop talking to me greg stop talking to me <laughs> did, did, uh, did i mention did i mention we have a giant shark Dude, no, you didn't. Like, dude, oh my gosh, you just gotta keep adding and throwing stuff out there. I'm, I'm gonna like just, the, I'm gonna throw money at like you, the man. Size of a, uh, his head's like the size of a car. Just put it oh like. my gosh, yeah, Jess, just take my money, okay? Like, you don't have to convince me. It's awesome. So yeah, for for those of you who want to come to the festival, like I said, we're doing. You know, you can go to. Uh, Terrell website, you can go to the scarydadcon.com because that's where we're selling all this stuff. If you want to be a vendor, you know, there's an application. So we make sure that, you know, whoever's, whoever's applying for it, you know, go in. It's only $55 for a 10 by 10 foot space. So we, like I said, we were very much not, we were, we were trying to make it as accessible to everybody as we could. Um, this again was not a, Money maker for for Scary Dad over here. This was a celebration for Craig. So it was we we did it. We we priced everything to where um, we can we show up and everybody can have a good time and nobody's you know nobody's really that worried about their their tent fee and all of that stuff. They just show up. Uh, vendors do need to bring your own tents and tables and chairs and stuff because we're we're a haunted house. We're not a an events. Uh, you're not a convention facility center. or a convention <laughs> center. So I want to make sure because um, uh, just, just like with every, like every time somebody, the, the, the question that anybody asks about it is, do I have to bring a tent? And yes, you do. And do you have to bring a uh, table? Yes. You know, we will have electricity for you and the setups and everything, but $55. So if you've got, if you sell, you know, and you're, and you're interested, uh, go to the website, Tickets, I mean, spaces will be on sale until they're not anymore, and then you'll get a nice little sold-out um, space. Um, as far as tickets go, you can go and you can pile up. You can get your VIP. You can get your standalone haunt. You can get your haunt plus uh, festival. Um, it's all there. So just make sure that you're, you know, that you get, especially the VIPs and the vendor spaces before they're sold out. And um, 
then yeah, nice. we're gonna have live music. We've got a couple food trucks booked. We got a snow cone truck booked. Like I said, we're working on getting uh, some acrobats and different street performers in addition to the pirates and the and and those guys. Um, there's a festival going on right next door, so it's kind of just more bang for your buck. You can just keep on walking down and seeing what's what's going on in the world. So it's going to be a fun weekend. It's going to be really pretty awesome. So Yeah, this definitely yeah. sounds amazing. And snow cones, hey, Anubis, me yeah. and you can put our liquor in that, man. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> no one has to know what's in my snow cone. Don't ask, and, okay? Don't and, ask. And for y'all up north, just so you know, down here in Houston and Texas City area, it's called sweat timber for a reason. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's those hot. snow those snow cones are gonna sell at eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> it's still eighty something at eleven o'clock at night here. It's more manageable, <laughs> you know, at eight o'clock at night. But you still want a snow cone. I mean, I'm not even gonna lie. You're definitely gonna want that. Well, man, you guys, thank you so much for coming on. I mean, I am just, I'm super excited about what you guys have going on and everything and. I will be down there to support you 100%. I will leave my kids at home <laughs> for sure. I will find someone to watch my kids, but I'm going to, I will, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make Greg come and, you know, if you see CJ in a straight jacket, just ignore her. Okay. Like she's fine. I promise. No harm will come to her during this whole thing. I promise. It, this video, I will have proof of it though. I mean, I will share that for sure. But no, I mean, thank you guys so much for coming on and sharing your yes. event and, your passion and creativity and brilliance with and us. I truly, I truly appreciate it. I really do. Okay. Here's a Thank question you for you. This is one that definitely, well, not that one. No, Mamarella. Is it more, is it older kid appropriate? I guess older um, kid meaning maybe 15. Teenager, 14, I would say. Teenager. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so there's there's tasteful scary and then there's untasteful scary. Um, ours is ours is tasteful. It, it's um you know I don't know maybe I'm a little chitty because I'm a haunt guy. Uh, my kids went through haunted houses at ten. Um, you know I see a lot of websites say twelve and up. It's you know you know your kids. It's well, given, given the story, uh, I would say I would I would say twelve or thirteen is probably a safe yeah. line. Um, if you know your kids and you want to go lower than that, then but yeah, it's there. You know, you, it's not it's not twenty one and up or anything. It's not that bad. It's not it's not an extreme haunt, so that's not it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and our actors are trained. Our actors are not going to go target. You know, small children because that's just ridiculous. Um, they're going to go for the biggest dude in there that's trying to act tough. <laughs> nice. I but, love that. Mamirella, I will post the events for some reason. Facebook will not allow me to post into groups from this site. I mean, obviously from other sites, Facebook won't allow people to post in groups. So I'll do it later. It is on our YouTube and it is on our Twitch, but I will add it to the Facebook chat awesome. for sure. But anyway, we have definitely crossed our hour here, which is unusual for us. We usually hit 45 minutes, 50 <laughs> minutes. 
but what we love say, con- we love conventions. Excited. We love haunted stuff. We love everything. <laughs> everything that you guys are doing is totally what Amy is all about. Okay, like it, <laughs> it truly is. I have a deep appreciation for you guys. So, like I said, I'll say it again. Thank you so much for coming on, and you guys are welcome back any anytime because we can have another. Awesome hour-long conversation plus if we need to about this i mean i can go on all day i mean i'm just i'm being (laughs) cut up but still but i think y'all also have other events which we'll be happy to share for y'all easily absolutely we'll let you know whenever they pop up and because we got we got some stuff coming up in october and then some stuff you know thing thing things are things are rolling so uh scott could speak more to that but thanks for having (laughs) us and we're uh Glad to be have glad to be on. Yeah, thank you for coming, and we are gonna hit the button here. So everyone have a good night, and we will see you on. Well, we won't see you on Thursday, but we will definitely see you on Saturday. Yep. Have a good one, everyone. Take and care. Thank you. Bye. Bye.